We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's something I never expected when I woke up this morning. What's that? The amount of tweets I'm getting about how people pee. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of them. Shout out to C-Dub1906 trying to take care of his wife. And uh, <laughs> I'm guessing this is a Ron Rivera joke. There's a dude on here whose name is Guys Again Remember Understand. <laughs> he says, I know a grown dude in his 30s who, in public, still toddler drops his pants to his ankles. Uh, that's, that's a little, that person that's a little should bad be right there. Yeah. That, that's in a prison, lot, right? Yeah, you don't need to drop them all the way down there, brother. But toddler drops a good We all know exactly. Know a little better. Um, what you're doing, a lot, of, a lot of people need to know better. You know who? I want to shout him out right now. Crop Metcalf at my house right now installing HVAC onto my porch. Yo, my porch is no longer a porch. It's just house. Paul Henry and his crew came in. It, they built what was a porch is now house. I don't know how better to call it. Yeah. It's like your own bungalow. Hey, hey. Visit. Yeah. I mean, Last time I came out, I had to wear a damn overcoat. I mean, it was. To sit outside. Now, granted, that was COVID era where sitting outside made sense. But it was cold. It was cold. It, it, I, I was talking and I could see. Yeah, no. <laughs> he would have multiple space heaters and we'd have to fight over them. But yeah. now it doesn't sound no, like that'll no, be no, an I issue. Hang out with you now. Now, the flip side is Lauren's not going to let us smoke cigars out there because it's house. Yeah. Yeah, kids will be in you there. Got to get a humidifier. Get, you, get your lenient air filter system that'll help you out. Then you may be able to get a little once a month. Yeah, get what? Once a month? What? I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Air filtration system to help it out for you. I ain't talking about nothing else. Um, I want to run through some props. We got Ben White joining us in about 20 minutes from Politico. Who do you think is going to be MVP of this game? And I guess a lot of it depends on who you going to win. It's going to be either Jalen Hurts or Pat Mahomes. Yeah, if I gave you quarterbacks or the field, you would take quarterbacks. I'll take the quarterbacks. Always. And yeah. I think if, if Chris Jones can have one of those monster games and they were to do some magnificent defensive thing, he possibly can get so it. So let's remove the quarterbacks, right? Because you're like that's probably I, I don't know this, I'm guessing off the top of my head, but I bet like eighty percent of Super Bowl MVPs go to quarterbacks. Yeah. So let's go running backs. Pacheco well, or Sanders can be a yeah. contender. Yeah, Sanders has a two touchdown game and, and the Eagles roll and Hertz doesn't have to do too much, you can give it to Sanders. Um, I think Kelsey is certainly one. He's a guy who can have one of those ridiculous 15-catch, 180 yards. I mean, Kelsey yards. could go for two touchdowns, a buck ten, and nine catches. Right, and and if those are the only two touchdowns Mahomes throws and he's an average Mahomes instead of the take your breath away, then Kelsey could get it. And uh, Yeah, the defenders, Chris Jones. We've seen like guys like Malcolm Smith of the Seahawks. Von Miller won it. Yeah, so you have yeah. to have a strip sack. You have to have a pick six. It's probably not going to be – you know, Hassan Reddick, that guy's been just – 
tearing it up. He could, he could go nuts. It, but so, I still think it's the quarterback. I'm kind of – so I'm looking at odds right now. The quarterbacks are plus 110, plus 125. Okay. So clearly Vegas thinks the Eagles are going to win because they got Hurts ahead. Mm-hmm. You get Kelsey at 12-1. to A.J. Brown, 20-1. to Miles Sanders, 22. Hassan Reddick, 25-1. to I find this one interesting. Hassan Reddick's 25-1 to to win MVP. Chris Jones is 50-1. to Is that the difference between an edge rusher and an yeah, interior guy? Yeah, because Hassan Reddick plays – he's more of the pass rusher, and they can put more focus there. He can be a disruptor from outside, possibly get an interception. Chris Jones is going to be coming from inside, and I believe that they're looking at Chris Jones being a higher odd because of the offensive line of the Eagles. Yeah, and, the, and they'll look at Chris Jones is going to be the guy who, if the Chiefs win on like Monday and Tuesday, you're going to see Twitter clips of, from like film analysts saying, look at him clog this lane, look at him shed this double team, maybe do like really impressive hardcore football stuff, but maybe not the glamorous, flashy stuff you need to win MVP when Reddick comes off the edge and strips a guy, and then that's kind yeah. of the iconic highlight. So, yeah, I think it's edge versus interior. Yeah, um, I, I think there's a lot of interesting kind of bets for the Super Bowl always, right? And we'll, we'll run through them. But I posted this thing on my Instagram earlier in the week about where fans are rooting for which team between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And according to the it, – now, it's based off, like, I think it's geo-targeted hashtags. Mm-hmm. I am stunned – that people in the D.C. area, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, are rooting for Philly. And I, I've gotten people tweeting me like, oh, I root for the NFC East. That is but, so dude, lame. this isn't your college basketball but, but, conference. But, but, I'm out on and, that. Yeah. And you're out on it, but Pete's era, they, they do stuff like that. My era might. I don't. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> like today, people, people – they cheer for teams that you would never see people cheering for, like two teams. Oh, I got this team. I get, This is my AFC team. That's my NFC team. Uh, if they lose, then I'm going to pull for this. Here's it, my red weird. team. Here's my green yeah, team. They, it's, it's some weirdness. Like now. And it's also so player-based. I mean, maybe there's and, and a lot of Jalen Hurts fans in this fantasy area. Fantasy football has made people. Yeah, but fantasy's over now. Like, your fantasy season. Yeah, but fantasy over. football make you cheer for certain people throughout a year, and then when you get to this point, if you use these guys in your fantasy, oh, cool, I'm going to pull for them. Yeah, A.J. Brown wins you a title. You're going <laughs> to yeah. maybe root for him in the <laughs> Super Bowl, go. a little reciprocation. I, I get it's that. It's changed the way people cheer and, and believe. But is it also that. you think just it's like there's a ton of Cowboys fans in D.C., there's just a ton of Eagles fans who, you know, it's close to Philly, so it just bleeds down the coast? Is that? I mean, what the most stands at FedEx Field tell you? Yeah. And like. Lincoln Financial South. Yeah. It's not. Not everybody's driving from Philly. There are plenty of just Philly fans around. My yeah. boy Matt Carrado is a Philly fan. Like, I, they exist. Um, I just – Landville, Landville if, if the Eagles win this Super Bowl, are you like a legit Eagles fan now? Is that, like, will it no longer be a bit? He's been a fan all his life since February. Yeah, I've been a lifelong been a fan, fan now, for just a little bit over a year. It's never been a bit. <laughs> Or, like, two things could happen in the next six weeks. Dan Snyder sells the Commanders, and the Eagles win a Super Bowl. Like, if the Eagles win, are you legitimately locked into being an Eagles fan? But if Dan sells, are you back? Uh, Like I said, you know, being a lifelong Eagles fan for the last year, I'm totally locked in on the Eagles um, until Dan Snyder sells. (laughs) 
<laughs> so many caveats. But if, if and when Dan sells, are you back? Are you are you Burgundy and Gold Mullins? I might be back if he sells, but until then, I'm a lifelong Eagles fan, and I always have been, and always will be. <laughs> so let's check: is is Jeff available? Is is Jeff around? Is yes. he listening? Yes. Okay, great. Congratulations, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Welcome. Um, <laughs> Jeff, you are the exact type of young fan that B. Mitch is talking about because Jeff will always tell us, yeah, you know, I'm a Redskins fan, but I'm a Chargers the Chargers fan. are my <laughs> AFC team, and the Texans are my favorite team in Texas, and I like the Packers because my uncle my uncle likes right. cheese. Cheese is yummy. Right, yeah. So, Jeff, who are you rooting for this weekend? I'm rooting for Philly. Easy. What? Yes, I know, and 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 I Why? know, I know, because you know, you. I was just rooting for Philly to lose um, the game, uh, the NFC Championship. But the thing is, I would rather see that Super Bowl come back to the, to the too. NFC East. I'd rather see it come wow. back. So all this NFC least, it does th- all this y'all weak division. I, this like, is a guy. I, I, I rather, I rather see it come back to us. And plus. I want to see. See, I'm all for the underdog story, and okay, Philly is favorited, is is the favorite, but Jalen Hurts is the underdog. Did you say favorited like like yeah. a, like it's an Instagram post? <laughs> yes, yes, I did, and then I and then I fixed it and said, even they are the favorites, but we have to act like we have to not act like Jalen Hurts is not the underdog of this game. So many. I've even seen a reporter on Twitter. Uh, they were interviewing Jalen Hurts, and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't believe this team could make it to the Super Bowl with you." Jalen Hurts was like, "You, you aren't the only one." And the reporter was like, "I want to apologize, man to man. We, we have to stop hating on Jalen Hurts. I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's what it is. A lot of people hating on this dude. I want to see him win. I'm going for Philly to upset Mahomes. I'm with it." Yes, I am. I can't wait till the Commanders raise their NFC East Super Bowl banner when the Eagles win. Because the Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders all get to raise a very skinny banner in their own state. Seriously, though, how much will they celebrate that they beat Philly? Philly You know that's going to happen. That will be Ron's new sixth rated O line. You know, we're the team that beat the eventual Super Bowl champions. Yeah. I I am not surprised that by Jeff's response. You played on three out of four NFC East teams. Yeah. Do you take any sort of NFC East pride? Yeah, for the teams I played for. But, like, I don't like the Cowboys. But, like, are you rooting for Philly for the NFC East? To win the game? Yeah. Yeah, I'm rooting for Philly to win the but game. But because you played in Philly. Yeah. I I do like Jalen Hurts. I, I go back to when he was at Bama and he lost the job to Tua. And then I think it was an SEC yeah, title that's game. That's when I became – I'm serious. The dude showed me something. There, something. There. I think in college sports, not just football, but college sports, you see most guys, if you're the starting quarterback and you lose that job to another guy, you transfer right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do it. And he stayed there. By all accounts, was a great backup, great teammate. Tua got hurt in that SEC title game. He came back in and balled, and balled out. They won that game. And my boy Ed Mathers loves pointing this out to me. He stayed at Bama until he graduated. Like, he actually graduated. Then he, yeah, he and went then to he Oklahoma. transferred to Oklahoma. Yep. And, he, and, and he 
became a passer, a better passer. Totally. There. Like, yeah. it really helps. Um, and I think he – like, he's not one of these dudes that now is like, oh, I went to Oklahoma. Like, he brings both up. Like, I just – you don't, they, you don't see class and maturity like that in a lot of like college sports. Kid, yeah. But, like, the thing for me is, like, you look at the years that when I went to Philly, I was basically tossed to the side and told I couldn't do it anymore. Well, I found a damn – Was it Vinny or was it Dan or was it both? It was, it was the dumb Vinny. Uh, and I found some – I found a step on my way up to Philly, Philadelphia. And then when you leave Philly and then the Giants are showing – it's like people that play against you know who you are. And the Giants gave me the opportunity. I was like, cool. So I, I still I don't like the Giants. <laughs> I played with them. It was vindictive trying to go up there and try to face Philly. But the, the Eagles, at a time when I was doubted and questioned, they said, we believe in you and brought me in. So you pull for a team like that. Yeah, I, I just don't understand uniting under the NFC East banner. Like though. one of the lamest things, and nobody does this like the SEC. SEC fans will be like, SEC, yeah. SEC, eh, it's Bama, it's LSU, like, <laughs> yeah. now it's Georgia. Yeah. Vanderbilt's not <laughs> yeah, really like, like, upholding that yeah, like, bargain. That's why Vanderbilt's saying SEC. Right, right. yeah, like, just <laughs> shut up. Like, there's a couple powerhouses, and you guys just happen to be geographically similar. Yeah. Um, there is no, to me, and I'm saying this as a lifelong Washingtonian Arguably, the, my favorite piece of clothing in my lifetime was my Redskins starter jacket when I was nine years old. Like, th- this, this S is in my blood. Mm-hmm. In no fathomable way is there NFC East pride or rooting for these other damn teams. Pete, he had on a green shirt, don't he? It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, when I was going hey, to bed Lamp, last night, Lamp I heard somebody going, JP has on a green shirt. And I think JP was doing the Eagles chant. He has a green shirt on. Playing Rocky music, watching Invincible, the movie. I say that now. It's a lot of Always Sunny. Yeah. When I was a kid, and it went Giants, Skins, Cowboys twice, and by far the NFC East was the best. By far. Perhaps I was proud of that, you know. But then the skins were so good that they were part of it. So yeah. like, right. you weren't necessarily just proud of the conference, of the division. You were part. You of were it. like, hell yeah, we're competing with the best there is. There you go. If the if the NFC East wins this title, the Commanders will be the guy in the group project who was stoned and didn't show up to anything. And Why just, are you talking about me in college, man? Sorry, yeah, and you, and then you, <laughs> you show up to the presentation, and the the nerds and the the people who work hard. That's who I was. I'm now like, did you? Going, I got. I'm like going out. deep into my recesses. I got knocked out once in college. This dude legit told on me for not doing enough in the group project. I wouldn't do that, but maybe I, I would. T- tried to fist fight him later at the yeah. bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he was at the bar. I, I was just saying, I'm, I'm gonna fist fight you before the project starts. For not doing anything? No, everybody, if you don't handle your business, I'm going to let you know right. what's going to That's the commanders. So they're not handling their business, but they might get a good grade because the Eagles are You know what my move was on the group projects? Is I would, I would always be like, yo, I'll start an email thread. Which in, <laughs> you know, in 2001 was yeah. like a step. Yeah. And uh, I did very little after that, right. but I, no. I showed initiative you early. Started it. Yeah, there exactly. You there you go. Hey, this is a sweet thread you built. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I, I just tweeted Seamless. out. I just tweeted out. In six minutes ago, I tweeted out, do Commanders fans want the Eagles to win? With a poll, Brian. Mm-hmm. So I asked the question, do Commanders fans want the Eagles to win? I gave three options of answers. Yes, no, and hell no. 
What's leading? Um, 900 votes in six minutes. 9.8% of people responded, said yes. They Mm. want the Eagles to win. Okay. 42% of people said no. Okay. 48% of people said hell hell no. (laughs) If you put an F no, they probably would have been voting for that. That's really the way it's supposed to be. I, I, I just don't understand how you can say all year you cheer for one team. And then... Because your team is not there. You know you're going to start cheering for this team. Oh, because we play in the same conference. No, listen, they paid me. <laughs> so I, I, I root for them, but I root for Andy. You get what I'm saying? You're kind of torn on this <laughs> one, I this feel game, like. It wears me out. I'm like, cause you would love to see Andy because I, I think Andy is a great a coach. A second ring cements him. HOF, definitely. I, I, I mean, you got to think he's already there, but yeah. yeah. I mean, but then, I, Mike you, Shanahan might be the only coach with two Super Bowl rings that's not in. I think yeah. most guys, you get to two, you're in. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you watch it and you look at it. You, when you play alongside people, you have a different level of feeling for them. You know, watching when they won the game and just checking out Ike and Hugh and all those guys, that, the feelings that they have, you feel good for them. You know, but it's not like I'm just someone that was cheering. I wouldn't went to battle with the Masters. Um, my guy uh, Asai Halud says, I say hell no knowing full well that for some the answer will be yes. Also, there is some small consolation in knowing that the only team that beat the world champs this season was the Commanders. Very small. You buying it? See, I don't. Consolation? I think if fans want to say that, great. You're a fan. If, they, if, that, you're a if fan, that helps you wake up in the morning, great. You're a fan <laughs> whose team hasn't played in a month. You want something? Cool. But if the team tries to sell that, if the staff tries to sell that, like that would what, be some BS. What drove me crazy was when they lost to the Bucks by a touchdown and proclaimed that as a but moral victory. But the Eagles lost three games this year. Also, yeah, the Commanders played the Eagles twice, and the first time the Eagles <laughs> sacked the quarterback <laughs> nine times and destroyed they lost, them. They lost three games this year, so therefore only once with Hurts though. But I'm just still saying we don't have the we can't sit and <laughs> run with that like oh yeah yeah I we feel <laughs> I feel very confident that Ron at some point this offseason, if not, not multiple times will say he something better, along the lines of well this roster beat a Super Bowl contender or Super Bowl winner I would it it screams something that Ron Rivera is going to attach himself to I don't think he will you think I, I th- dude he took an internet ranking about his offensive line being sixth and trumpeted it over and over again. This is more tangible than that. They actually beat either the Super Bowl runner-up or the Super Bowl winner at full strength. This is definitely going to be Ron's new motto. Guarantee it. B, you think he's going to do that? I hope not. I hope the hell not. I, I mean, <laughs> I God, I hope not. You know, yesterday we were playing golf, and I was terrible. And <laughs> I said something – and I was like, ah, I'm just making excuses. And I was like, Pete, you know who does that? And Pete goes, we said it at the same yeah, time. Currently, I was just like, losers. And Pete was like, Rivera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Ron often gets himself into a, a tough spot because he wants to explain stuff. But, like, explaining situations after losses, it's hard for it to not sound like you're making excuses. True. Yeah. Like some of it's just uh, sometimes you just got to take that loss and keep moving and work. Don't make excuses. Don't try to sit up here and make a, a certain little thing more important or better than what it is. 
and just move forward. Because if you keep doing it, people are going to start shutting you off. It also hurts that this fan base has heard the excuses for 20-plus years. If Ron was doing that in New England, maybe they'd be a little more uh, willing to talk about the defensive end getting hurt or the ref screwing them over. But here, every coach has been given excuses. This team just keeps losing. So less patient yeah. people. Just hope to get sold. Right? I mean, is there any other answer than the hope it gets sold? Here's one answer. If you need new windows at your home, you got to call our guys at Paul Henry's Windows. I've worked with Paul for a while now. I was talking earlier about how he literally has transformed my house. I had an old porch that he came in with his son. They put new windows all around it, new doors. They built a wall. These people get it done, man. They do great work at good prices and fair family values like you get to know Paul you get to know his whole family and it's really cool to work with people like that that you can know and trust and Brian I know you've had a bunch of success working with them as well I worked with them twice and I'm gonna be working with them for a third time and I believe that you keep bringing people back when they do the right thing and you like you said you can trust in them Paul came to my house first time he did all the windows he came back he did some more windows and doors in my house and also my detached garage I'm going to be getting him to come back now I have this little walkway walking from my house to my garage and he's going to come in there and take that take care of that for me i cannot wait for it because paul does a great job him like jp said his son family and all that comes in and work for him they do a a1 job for you so you can reach out to paul right now and get a hundred dollars off windows with the five window minimum and up to five hundred dollars off doors contact paul henry's window installation today and tell him that b mitchell finley sent you paul henry's windows.com your clear home improvement choice. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shout out to Toby, new update guy. That was good. Landfill was very pleased. I am pleased now on the BetQL guest line. We got our guy, Mr. Ben White, chief economic correspondent for Politico, chief economic correspondent for the B. Mitchell Finley program also. Ben, what's up, man? How are you? Yo, yo, I'm good, guys. How are you? We're good, brother. We're, we're doing well, man. We appreciate you making time. I imagine it, it must be busy with State of the Union last Ooh. night. Um, we'll start with the football, and then we'll get to that. We'll give you a little State of the Union break to start. Um, <laughs> Sounds good to me. There's, an, there, there's something interesting afoot. And I'm curious your take on it as a lifelong major Redskins Commanders fan. I think there's a subset of Commanders fans that are rooting for the Eagles in some sort of twisted NFC East pride. (laughs) Where do you land on who are you rooting for this weekend? That, um, you know, as like you want the NFC East to be the beast and, and have a representative of Super Bowl champion, I can't count myself in that camp because my hatred of the Eagles outtrumps my love for the NFC 
East, and I have so many Eagle fan friends, and I just feel like they're spoiled now. Like, they're in the Super Bowl all the time. They just won one. Now they're back in another one. Jealousy, pure, unadulterated jealousy uh, of mine, of their success. And I don't know. I, I don't have a strong rooting interest, um, but I love Andy Reid. I like Pat Mahomes. My kid likes the Chiefs. So I'll probably be pulling for them. Um, it wouldn't break my heart to see the Eagles win. I mean, they're, they're a likable team in a lot of ways, like that offensive line videos they do like my girlfriend loves those videos and she hates football um so she's kind of gotten into the eagles and uh you know jalen hurts is compelling and your girlfriend got, is an you know, eagles fan how do you deal with that she is not she is not she's just she's not like, eagle fan. She just burly, like the videos she likes big, she likes big burly men dancing and singing she thinks it's funny and um you know whatever she likes big dudes uh so there you there you have it um so, you know, whatever makes her happy makes me happy. Uh, but I would not mind seeing the Eagles get stops, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. It looks like a, a close game to me on paper, um, you know, pretty well-matched teams. Uh, I would actually give the edge to the Eagles a little bit, given uh, how much pressure they can put on the quarterback. I mean, 70 sacks, right, for the season. What did the yeah, Bears have in 85, 72? I mean, granted, that's one yeah, fewer game. But still, they're, they're on par with the 85 Bears in terms of Stacks, and that's that's elite company to be in. If they put pressure on Mahomes and he's not as mobile as usual, I think the Eagles win it. Uh, if the Chief o, Chiefs O line holds up and Mahomes has time, I don't think the, the Eagles secondary is fine, but it's not great. I think he can hit Kelsey and he can hit his other targets, and the Chiefs win. I think to me, it all comes down to how many sacks they get, how much they disrupt Mahomes, because uh, I think the Eagles will be able to run the ball successfully as they have all year, and they'll put points up uh, if they can slow down Mahomes just a little bit. Uh, they've got a definite edge. I think when you look at it, though, like what JP talking about, all of the fans that are rooting, I think that's a younger fan base. The people that are yeah, in this thing, yeah. embedded in it, they don't care about cheering for the other team that you are uh, in. Your nah, young I people, can't do it. I mean, uh, you know, the Giants I could do it for. Like, I don't – the Giants, among the NFC East teams, I hate the Giants the least. Um, I agree you know, Partly because I live here. You know, I live here, so I'm around Giants fans all the time, and I have – very good Giant fan friends. The organization I have always admired for the most part, uh, and they do things the right way. I'm a big Eli Manning fan, uh, just for his comedy mostly. Um, but you know, back in the day when he was beating the Patriots, uh, I was super thrilled with that, and I cheered like crazy for them because I hated the Patriots so much. So, uh, if it were Giants, I would be on the bandwagon. NFC East Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys to me both. I don't want either of them winning Super Bowls. So I don't care. I just don't want to see it. What? Well, let's start with if you think this will happen, and then what will be your response? The Commanders were the only team to beat the Eagles when Jalen Hurts started this season. They lost two other games, but those were without Hurts. The Commanders went up there. The Eagles were undefeated. They played lights-out football. They got a couple good breaks along the way, and they beat the Eagles on Monday night. And it was an awesome moment. And Mm -hmm. being in that locker room after the game – was the most mm-hmm. fun I've had on that beat in some time, right? Um, you make a good point. Do you think Ron Rivera and the commander's staff will try to celebrate that they beat them? And do you think they should? Uh, they should not because of what happened after that. They set themselves mm-hmm. up with that great opportunity to win a couple more games and get in the playoffs, and they blew it. Uh, in every conceivable way uh, against teams of much lesser caliber 
than the Eagles. Is it a point that I would bring up with my friends, particularly my Eagle fan friends, if they were to win the Super Bowl? 100%. I would say it and do say it nine ways to Sunday. Uh, we beat you guys. We you with Jalen in your house on Monday <laughs> right. night. So enjoy your Super Bowl, but guess who beats you? Uh, so I would use it. I don't think the commanders, uh, coaches, staff, players, they can privately be happy that they did that, but they took that opportunity and did zero with it. So I would keep my, I would keep my mouth uh, tightly shut if I were them because it doesn't mean anything. You know, beat them in the regular season, great. What would you do after? Nothing. Right. Talking with our friend Ben True. White, chief economic correspondent for Politico. You can follow him at Morning Money Ben on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, let's talk about last night, the, the biggest game in town in Washington, State of the Union. Um, yep. It was long. I know that much. <laughs> uh, it was. The, J, JP arguing with the TV. <laughs> Do you – does it mean that much? Like – what is the state of the union for you? Like you obviously have to cover yeah. it. Like I cover a game, right? Like like you're all in. Yeah, pretty listening. much. Yeah, all in do, listening. Do markets uh, react to anything? Not really. I wound up doing CNBC before it because they snuck in late a proposal to quadruple the tax on stock buybacks, um, which you know was a pretty major uh, policy proposal, and and markets would care about that if they thought it had any chance of passing. But with a Republican House, it doesn't. So legislatively, there's not much in there um, that would move markets or markets would care about because you have divided Washington. So not a lot of this stuff is going to make a difference. What what would is any signals of bipartisanship on raising the debt limit. That's the big thing, the big threat to the economy from Congress. And there were at least a couple of moments in there where, you know, McCarthy behind him, the House Speaker smiled and nodded about sitting down to talk about the budget. So that was probably positive for markets. Then there was the theater of Republicans in a way I've never seen before, heckling. Uh, you know, we've seen the UI thing once before, but this was a order of magnitude more with Marjorie Taylor Greene screaming and others yelling. And I thought, um, you know, and I have no partisan dog in the fight at all. I just analyzed this stuff. I thought Biden handled it remarkably well. Um, and he brought more energy and fire to that speech than a lot of people expected from him. He does not have a reputation of being the most uh, super high energy speaker. And, you know, he did stumble a little at the beginning on the ad lib stuff, but once he was on book uh, on the speech and then dealing with the hecklers, like I thought he gave it back to him pretty good uh, and came out of it looking strong. His issue at the moment is with Democrats because there's less than 50% of Democrats want to see him run again because he's 80 and they think he's too old and might lose. He's 80 is going to help him. 80. Yeah. Just turned 80 in November. Yeah. So one, the oldest guy to be running for re-election in history, I believe. Um, so a lot of Democrats think he should move on. This will help him because he looks fired up, ready to go. I think them numbers for him will go up. Don't let him get on that bike again. That won't help him. <laughs> when, when, when are they going to just realize that both of these adults that are supposed to be running this country acting like a bunch of damn kids and move forward yeah, and start acting no. like adults? Because, I mean, any time. I mean, Brian, because be I've been covering this for point. 20 years and they haven't. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah it I, I really thought it was disgraceful. Um, we just can't let this the dress evolve into that kind of display and, and yelling match. I mean, it, you know, people didn't shout down Trump when he was up there saying a bunch of things. And I, I will say Biden did say some things that were not 100 uh, percent accurate. Like you said, he presided over giant deficit reduction. That's true in the numbers, but that's only because all of the COVID spending we did went out of the system. If that wasn't the case, his policies would have added to the deficit. So I called that out on Twitter and all the Biden crowd screamed at me, and then, you know, I uh, said he did a pretty good 
jotted a speech and they criticized me for saying it wasn't, you know, the best speech uh, ever given. Um, <laughs> you know, he wasn't perfect uh, at all, but I thought he did deliver what he needed to deliver, which was, you know, a high energy address in which he uh, punched right back at Republicans who were yelling at him. But overall, like, we got to stop that. It's just not the forum for it. You know, like always, if it's an opposition president, they're going to say things you disagree with. Don't clap. Don't stand up. Fine. But they keep your damn mouth shut. Um, last one, then. I, 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 I get most of my financial news from following you on Twitter. I'll be honest. Uh, you can follow him at Excellent. Morning Money Ben. Seem like the jobs report was a lot better than expected. Ooh. So are the recession fears still warranted? Like, where are we at? This is a great question you ask. That's the story I'm writing right this moment that I'm taking a break from. How about uh, that? To talk to you guys, which I uh, much uh, enjoy much more. But, yes, uh, the jobs number was a big surprise, 500,000 plus. I don't think we see that again. January is always a little weird. But it does show us that the jobs market is still quite strong. Um, a number of banks have started to reduce their predictions for recession coming. I think the Fed, although it hasn't telegraphed it yet, uh, you know, will have the opportunity to slow down rate hikes relatively soon, given what inflation is doing. So, yes, I would say recession fears are receding uh, for good reason. Strong jobs market. Maybe the Fed takes its foot off the, the gas and inflation is uh, consistently dropping in the way that we want to see. So I feel a lot better about that possibility than I did last time we talked. It's certainly a lot more than a month or two ago that we could avoid a recession here. It's still, you know, a distinct possibility that it happens, but it seemed more like a guarantee, and now it seems at least as likely that we don't. Well, that is great news. Ben, we always appreciate you joining appreciate us, you, man. Thank you for the time, bud. On Sunday. All right, Take care. that's our guy, Ben White yeah. from Politico. You can give him a follow at Morning Money Ben. 1 o'clock, it is a mock draft Wednesday. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now and use promo code Brian so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bet if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet from everything from the money line to the point spreads to who will score a touchdown. We were talking a little bit earlier about who to be the MVP of the game, and you have a lot of different odds out there, all the way from Pat Mahomes and, and Jalen Hurts being favorite to like 50-1 to 1 odds when you look at Chris Jones. All on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code Brian to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook with official partner, 1067 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old and president of Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, we had Pete Haley join us for a while. If you missed any of that, get on the Odyssey app, hit Rewind. If you miss our interview with Ben White, get on the Odyssey app, hit Rewind. Look at this. Joe Jacoby out here making cameos. Huh. So if you want a cameo from Big Jake, Big you, can, Jake. you can find him. Um, two pieces of news. One is great, and I want to congratulate a friend of mine, um, Moises Linares. You know, mm-hmm. you know yeah, Mo. Moises, yeah. uh, Moises, great, great guy. 
um, worked with him at Channel 4, and he was does Telemundo and Channel 4. Um, He's also the Spanish-language broadcaster for the Washington Commanders. Um, He just announced, he just tweeted out, excited to announce that I'll be joining the MLS Season Pass family on Apple TV. All right. So the uh, MLS, it's pretty interesting. They cut a huge deal with Apple TV. Every MLS game is now going to be on Apple TV. Like, nowhere else. I, I, I think I'm correct on that. It's just Apple TV. Moises is going to be one of the broadcasters. Congrats, man. Congrats, brother. Really happy for you, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, he's a hardcore soccer head, too. So that is uh, great news for him. Um, I don't know that where their target demo be, but I have watched some D.C. United games mm-hmm. over time. Like, if I – D.C. United's my team, Right. I don't know that putting it all on Apple TV is going to make it easier for me, but they had a couple rough years where they weren't on TV at all. They were on some weird streaming service. Yeah. And clearly, financially, I think Apple gave them a boatload of cash, so good for them. Does going to Apple TV make you more or less likely to watch MLS? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to follow the Apple TV thing, but you know, if it's certain games, I'll pop it on anyway. Landville, you you are probably the most soccer he liked the bet fa- on it. fan of the four of us. Um, will you watch MLS on Apple TV? Uh, probably not. <laughs> will you wager on it on FanDuel or probably DraftKings, will. whatever app you use? No. Really? Really. All the soccer betting you do? Yeah. I only bet if I can watch it. All right. Um, I'm Jeff. Do you watch soccer? The World Cup. <laughs> World Cup's cool. Yeah. Um, so congrats to Moises. Really excited for you. Yeah, happy for the brother. Um, let's. I, I want to do this. Uh, my guy Ethan Cadeau. Ethan must watch Pat McAfee every day because he tweets out very pertinent Commanders quotes from Pat McAfee all the time. So mm-hmm. shout out to Ethan. Um. Ian Rappaport joined McAfee this morning um, talking, among other things, about the commander's potential sale. Here's Rap Sheet. Among the topics, the sale of the commanders, because they, we okay. sort of had been led to believe or think that it something is coming by March, but the lack of updates has been at least kind of noteworthy to me. Um, and even the people who have been sort of identified as favorites, like Josh Harris, I know someone Bezos. a lot of people talk about. Bezos. I'm not sure Bezos. there are, like, official... Bezos? He said... Bezos. Yeah, he said Bezos. He said, like, you know, in Mexico, their currency is the pesos? Mm-hmm. That's how he said Bezos. So it was very weird. <laughs> um, I think... Is anybody... Are you concerned that there hasn't been news on the sale? No, I, I'm, I'm not because I, I think it, it, this type of deal and this and how the NFL likes working with this type of stuff, when it happens, it's going to happen. And I don't think a lot of leaks going to be coming from it. You know what I mean? So I, I haven't been, you know, but when you don't hear anything, you start saying, uh, changing the mind or what? You know, I think that has popped in my mind a few times, but I didn't expect to hear news like every other week somebody saying something about it. Yeah, I think the league – now, so Roger Goodell speaks to the media today. Um, he's going to get asked. He's going to get asked. He's going to yeah. say something. 
Ron Rivera maybe addressing the media today? He'll get asked. I, I mean, there is stuff that will come up. I, I think Goodell will do everything possible to not make it a topic. I think they want this week to be about the Eagles and the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's the whole thing. And at this point, I also have a feeling that the reason we're not hearing a lot of this, the NFL don't want you affecting Super Bowl playoffs and those type of things. After that, I think you may start hearing more information. I did get a text last night. Remind me to tell you something in the break that surprised me. Um, I'm not particularly concerned. I think Bezos remains in play. Whether he puts an official bid in. He's in play until the thing is sold. He's in play until the thing is sold. (laughs) Because, listen, I know we talk about who doesn't like who. But one thing everybody likes in this whole situation is green. And he could come at the last second and make his, his offer more than anybody else's. And he can offer something that will make you have to talk to him. If you're yeah. sitting at 6.3 bill and he comes in and says seven, you're going to say no? <laughs> no. You're going to say 700 That's million? 700 million. Yeah, right. You ain't going to say no. So, I mean, he until it's done, he's always in play. I, I agree with that. I think Harris is in play. Um, you wonder about Clear Lake Capital. Bowley is out, but that does that mean that maybe other partners, other billionaires? I, I do believe there's someone else out there, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way this is all – like, we know there's multiple bids, and we can identify two of the bidders. Mm-hmm. There's other people out there, man. Yeah. It, it seems out there that – a lot of people got a lot of money out there that may want to get involved. I've been thinking all kind of little crazy stuff. Like, what if somebody like a live person wants to say, hey, we gonna, we want to get in the NFL now. Would the league allow it? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I wonder. Cause I mean, they, it happened. In, they say they want to do more than just live golf. British soccer they've done. Mm-hmm. But European soccer, yeah. I should say. Uh, it, they got the money. <laughs> There's no doubt. They've got the money. They got some cha-cha. There's also no doubt that it's time to give away Brian Adams tickets. That's right. Brian Adams is back on tour, and we're giving away tickets. Caller number 10 right now, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Caller number 10 wins tickets to Brian Adams presents So Happy It Hurts 2023 Tour with special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts at CFG Bank Arena, Baltimore, Maryland, on Tuesday, June 6th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.